Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. All right, let's go to uh, Georgia, where they're investigating Donald Trump for uh, election stuff, grand jury. So there were a partial release today of grand jury um, decisions, and it's nothing. Trump's name isn't mentioned, nothing. So the Fulton County Grand Jury recommended that the DA consider perjury charges against some people who testified in the election investigation. Good. Perjury has run a wild in this country. So if somebody lied to the grand jury, they should be prosecuted. And secondly, the grand jury found unanimously it was not widespread fraud in the 2020 election in Georgia. Okay, that's it. Nothing about Trump. Maybe there'll be something down the road, but nothing much. All right, let's get to the economy. Shaky. So uh, we told you yesterday that inflation is up 6.4% in the last year, January to January. And that's basically gas, groceries, rents. Okay? So everything you need is up. Um, And uh, wages are, a lot of people are starting to be laid off. We went over that a few days ago. This is from the uh, CPI issued on Tuesday. Okay, consumer price index. So people are worried about the economy, and I am. 
I'm worried about it. I'm not panicking. I'm not speculating. Uh, but I'm worried about it because nobody has any confidence in the uh, economic arena in Joe Biden. Now, he's doddering. He's not effective. We went over yesterday in great detail. I hope you saw that about the Super Bowl, about how the capitalism display there was trickled down. But Biden wants bottom up. That means the government gives Americans money to spend. That's what Biden wants. Well, we got $32 trillion debt. You can't keep doing that or the whole country is going to fall off the economic cliff. Biden doesn't understand any of that. But anyway, um, I can't give you financial advice. I mean, I could, but I'd be irresponsible. And I'm not going to do that. But I can tell you what I am doing. So last year, I got crushed in the stock market. 20% the market was down. And I, most of my stocks went down. Okay. Um, on May 5th of last year, I said this, go, hold on. I have a two-year time frame in the stock market right now. So I'm willing to just sit on losses for two years because I think by that time, I'll be in a much stronger position with the stocks that I hold. All right. So that was my advice because I took it. All right. I'm holding on. In January last month, the market did very well. Okay. And my portfolio went up substantially. This month, it's not doing that well, but it's not a disaster, but it's, it's way, you know, you're watching it. I bought a stock, and I can't tell you what it was, yesterday for the first time, boy, months, okay? And I did it because my financial advisor, Alex Green from the Oxford Group, said buy the stock. Now, I have ignored Alex for months because he does make periodic recommendations because, you know, this time last year we were talking about speculative high-tech stocks, Alex and I was, uh, and they didn't do well. So I just pulled back, but I didn't lose faith in Alex. I still think he's a brilliant uh, stock picker. So I did buy yesterday. I bought one and then and didn't put a lot of money into it, but I put some because of the fundamentals of the company, I feel are good. But I'm not in yet. I'm, I'm not in. Now, I've always told you that you need three things in life. You have to have a physician who cares about you. You can get on the phone. You have to have an attorney, same circumstance, who cares about you, not your money, you. And you get on the phone. And you must have a financial advisor. So Green is my financial advisor. That's who I listen to. Now, I got guys you know, in Morgan Stanley and all, but they're expediters, all right? And I'm very conservative investor, very, very conservative. I work hard for my money, and I bleed when the money goes out the window because, you know, it didn't work out. All right, I worked hard for that money, and I bet you you, everybody watching and listening to me on the radio right now, feel the same way. So let's bring in uh, Alex Green from Orlando, Florida. He is the Oxford Club's chief investment strategist. And full disclosure, I have been with Oxford Club for almost 20 years. All right. And the club only found out that I was a subscriber about three or four years ago because I didn't make a big deal out of it. I just bought a subscription to their newsletters. Okay. And then since that time, we have worked with Oxford Club to bring you information. All right. Which is uh, what we're doing now. 
and there'll be another webinar, they call them, uh, coming up in a few weeks. All right, now, first of all, I, I bet you took some hell about this, your stocks picks going down, correct? Oh, yeah. We, we always hear from people when the times are bad. People are more prone to complain than to praise. But uh, but we've got a good long-term track record. We've counseled patients, as you did uh, last year. So, so we remain optimistic about the future. Why? I mean, Biden is uh, not a good president. Um, and the Republican Party doesn't seem to be uh, very well organized to challenge Biden. Right. If, you know, I don't think he's going to run again myself. But 24... It's not a lock. Republicans are going to win. So why are you optimistic? Well, I, I can assure you it's not because of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris or the Democratic uh, Congress that, I've, uh, that I'm bullish on the future. I'm bullish on the future because um, it, it hasn't made sense to bet against American business since 1776. We have the best companies on the planet. We have the, the hardest working uh, labor force. Um, and the problems that we had last year were mostly government-induced. The, the government spent too much money on COVID relief. They, they overdid it with the pork barrel spending. The Federal Reserve kept interest rates too low for too long. And that combination of free money and multi-trillion dollar surplus spending uh, created the inflation that we had. And now that that is, well, there's still going to be surplus spending, but there's not going to be the craziness that there was in 2000 and 2000 to 2022. Uh, and so as things return to normal, uh, I expect the business to return to normal. And with inflation coming down uh, and America, the, the economy relatively strong, not because of Joe Biden's policy, but because every, every day 300 million Americans get out of bed and go to work and do what needs to be done. They're, they're the ones that, that, that really run yeah, the I mean, country. Our production level is good, but our debt is overwhelming. Our political climate is chaotic. And we have trouble with Russia and China. So right. it's not exactly an optimum um, time to uh, invest in stocks. But you still believe that is the way to go, correct? Nothing outperforms a diversified portfolio of stocks over time. Not gold, not silver, not real estate, bonds, nothing. Uh, but you have to deal with the unpleasant times like we had in 2022, and even the choppiness that we've had this year. January was strong, February's been back and forth. Uh, you just have to acknowledge that that's the way it's gonna be and, and, and realize you're gonna have to hold through some choppiness in order to make money long-term in the market. Now, long-term is a bad uh, phrase for senior citizens because they're not gonna be around <laughs> long-term. Um, right. And then so people are going, wait a minute. You know, my time frame is two years, Alex. If, you, if your picks, and I almost exclusively buy stocks off your recommendations now, don't come out well by the early part of 2024, I'm probably going to get rid of them. Is that unreasonable? Well, I, first of all, two years is a pretty reasonable time frame. I think five years is better for most stock market investors. The key is you don't have your short-term money in the market at all because no one can tell you what the market's going to do next week or next month. Um, but I do think that things will look better a couple of years from now. We'll have uh, had a, an election uh, coming up in two years, or excuse me, next year we'll have, so by 2025, we'll have a new administration in, in place. I think it's going to be Ron DeSantis and a Republican Congress, and that would be positive uh, for business because they're lighter on taxes, lighter on regulation. 
and opposed to this crazy woke capitalism that's uh is hurting shareholder returns now i know because it's part of our webinar uh presentation again i am doing some business with oxford and everybody should know that um you have been investigating this what so-called woke capitalism tell us specifically what you have found out okay well let me begin business is supposed to be about turning your customers into raving fans if they're raving fans and your sales are up your profits are up your share price is up everybody's happy but woke capitalism is not about maximizing shareholder values. It's about instituting a far left social agenda, social justice agenda that has nothing to do with rewarding shareholders. Uh, and I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, BlackRock, one of the world's largest money managers with $8 trillion in assets under management. Um, they follow this ESG, environmental, social, and governments criteria, and try to pressure companies to adopt woke policies. And one of those things, of course, is to do to only invest in companies that are combating climate change. So, for instance, last year you talked about the stock market. The S&P 500 was down 19%. The energy sector was up 59%, one of the best places to be. But did BlackRock overweight the energy sector? No, it underweighted it gave subpar performance. Why? Because fossil fuel companies are re responsible for carbon emissions, which are responsible for the, affecting the climate. And so as a result, they've hurt their shareholders. And remember, they're investing, they have the proxy power to invest those $8 trillion in assets according to how they want to invest them. So they're taking your money and putting it into companies that are following a woke agenda that you probably disagree with and delivering subpar returns. So that's just a prime example of how woke capitalism helps no one and hurts customers, employees, and shareholders. Would Disney fall into that category? Yeah, I mean, Disney opposed Florida's law that uh, prevented five to eight-year-olds from being taught about sexual orientation. And think about how many people with five to eight-year-olds want to go to Disney. They're, they're outraged because that's just not an appropriate subject for kindergarten to third grade. So uh, Disney is a woke corporation. Coca-Cola telling, uh, teaching employees to be less white. Um, Uber and Navarta is putting out long statements in favor of Black Lives Matter, this Black Lives Matter movement, which opposes, which uh, is in favor of defunding the police, which most black people oppose. Um, Delta opposed the uh, voter ID laws in Georgia. I mean, all, all these companies they're they're not maximizing sales and earnings they're trying to institute a woke agenda which is bad for business and bad for shareholders all right we'll get into that now where can people reach you and uh, sign up for the webinar that is coming up uh they can reach us at oxtreclub.com and i believe we're going to have uh, a link that uh, they can follow to uh, watch the presentation with the two of us uh, pursuing this discussion all right, Alex. Thanks very much. We appreciate it. I hope I don't thanks have so to come to your me. house in two years. You know, <laughs> Don't come looking for me. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Bill. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients 
more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Poll. AP, Associated Press, 1,068 adults, Democrat 43, Republican 39. Questions for Republicans only. Who is the current leader of the Republican Party? Donald Trump, 18%. Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House, 11 Mitch McConnell, 7 Ron DeSantis, 7 Who should lead the Republican Party? Ron DeSantis, 22 Donald Trump, 20 Other, 21 Okay, that's yeah, pretty spread out. Questions for Democrats only. Who's the current leader of the Democratic Party? Biden, 41, Pelosi, 7, Schumer, 7, Hakeem Jeffries, second in command in the House, 3. Who should lead the Democratic Party? Biden, 12, only 12. Jeffries, 5, Sanders, 5, Cortez, 5. So Biden, his own party doesn't even like him. Interesting. Now, that survey is about power. Who holds power? And right now in America, there is not one politician that holds vast power. The president, of course, has the office, but he's certainly not looked upon as a powerful man, even in his own party. So there's a new book, and it is a good book. I am learning a lot. Power, The 50 Truths, came out yesterday. It's written by our pal Doug Schoen, who you know, he's been on broadcast a lot. He works in politically, advises, he polls, he, he knows everybody. And he joins us now from New York City. Way to go, Doug. Thank you for uh, Thank educating you. My me. Pleasure. No, no, way to go. Um, okay, let's start with uh, the regular folks. Many Americans, perhaps most, think they are powerless. Are they? Yes, I think most 
are, given the way our system works, the lack of cooperation you were talking about before, the role of money in politics, ordinary people have far less power today than they've ever had before. And that is because of what? It is because of the way our society has developed, the way the political system functions, the way our political leaders operate. Ultimately, we are dealing in a country which is, in my judgment, in decline because we have a less engaged, less involved citizenry. Now, isn't that the fault of the individual citizen who is less involved in their circumstance? They could go and get elected to the school board or they could run for mayor or they could do a whole bunch of things, attach themselves to campaigns of people that they admire, but um, only a few do that. And look, it's a very fair point. And Donald Trump became president because a whole cadre of people who were disenfranchised, disengaged, got active and involved in his campaign through campaigning, funding, and advocating for the former president. So it can be done. It's just more difficult now. You than have ever to have, right, right. So the people in the Trump campaign in 2016 when he won, they had mm -hmm. more power then in 16 than you think they have now in 23. That's true. Yep, I do. I think, I think power is getting more dispersed throughout our society, hurting ordinary people, given the polarization, division, and nature of American society today. Now, I always say money is power. The more money that you have as an individual American, the more power, personal power that you have, because you have options, you can protect yourself, you can do certain things you want to do. Look at George Soros, how powerful that man is. He gives billions of dollars and buys political candidates to do what he wants. I mean, there's the best example of a private citizen, Soros, who has attained massive power through money, correct? Of course, exactly right. And that's what I was alluding to in my answer to your earlier question. Take the whole issue of the defund the police or cashless bail. That came from George Soros and the progressive wing of the party electing DAs who, in my judgment, are outside the mainstream of our culture, values, and society. Okay, let's get specific now. You write about all the politicians that you know very well. We'll start with Trump. Now, Trump yep. loves power, okay? Loves yes, it. he does. Um, and I, write, I wrote a book on the United States of Trump. And, you know, when I know the guy as well as anybody knows him, he loves power, loves it more than money, he loves it more than interpersonal relationships. He loves it. He uses his power like a baseball bat. <laughs> if you threaten him and his power, because that's what it's all about, he just smashes you. It worked. Obviously, he would not have been elected president if he didn't use that kind of uh, technique. Is it still working? It is working more than most people would acknowledge. Trump remains strong. We've seen in the last few days his attacks on Ron uh, DeSantis or Ron DeSanctimonious, 
on Medicare, Social Security, personal attacks as well. I don't count Donald Trump out. His understanding of how to exercise power, which I talk about in the book, is really preeminent and not fully understood. Okay. I think an argument can be made that Trump used the power of the presidency to protect Americans overseas during his four years. Putin and Xi did not want to mess with Trump. Would you agree with that? I I would. And despite some rhetoric that I wouldn't have engaged in vis-a-vis Russia, he did arm Ukraine. He did hold the Russians and the Chinese at bay. And ultimately defeated al-Qaeda, and uh, he was not the author, fortunately, of the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. Okay, so that was a good thing on how aggressive he uses his power. Uh, You could say remain in Mexico policy, stop that. All power, power, power. However, he's perceived by most Americans now, and this is according to the polls, all right, as being too much of a megalomaniac, that he, he abuses his power with his constant attacks. So it looks to me like there's been a turn and the way he wields power is now working against him. To a very large degree, that is exactly right, Bill. By constantly attacking and not offering an alternative vision for our country and society, People look at him and say, will he ever talk about our needs rather than his needs? He exercises power intelligently and shrewdly, but our society now is looking for new leadership because of the issues you've raised with Joe Biden and inflation, some foreign policy concerns, certainly that are writ large now. And the real question is, can Donald Trump rise to the occasion? Okay, let's go to Barack Obama. I know him fairly well, not nearly as well as Trump. And I saw the way he used power. I want to know if you agree with this. He was more passive aggressive. Trump is aggressive aggressive in his wielding of power. Obama was more passive aggressive. Behind the scenes is where he really did his work. Am I right or wrong? You're completely right. We did not get public leadership from uh, President Obama. I was witness in the book uh, uh, accounts for how Obama did precisely what you said, Bill, use power behind the scenes to influence behavior. But he was not the moral leader or the leader of our country with a few exceptions uh, during his presidency. Behind the scenes, if you offended Barack Obama, you were done. Correct? Yes, that is absolutely true. But he would never go public, very rarely would he, and try to slice and dice you in front of the press and in front of the people like Trump does. Precisely correct. Which is a better? Which is better? I, I think you need a combination of both. Uh, I worked, as you know, for Bill Clinton. He was somebody who, despite his flaws, could articulate a vision and he could play inside politics, and most of all, keep a smile on his face. Was he ruthless, Bill Clinton, in the wielding of power? 
more so than you would ever imagine. No, not he not knew me. how to get results, and he got them. Sadly, it was oftentimes when he was an extremist that he would get the most demonstrable results for him. And again, that give me, give me an him. example of him being an extremist. Oh, in, ex, in extremist, whether that is what I was saying, he handled the scandals of his second term in a way to end his presidency with an over 60 percent uh, approval. He was able to position himself and pivot in the first term from a disastrous first two years to an overwhelming re-election by doing a balanced budget. Yeah, the, the economy propelled him. Now, uh, he was a uh, almost like Obama, behind the scenes power wielder for, but Hillary Clinton, naked power, <laughs> so much different than her husband, correct? Yeah, she was more naked power and she was more, um, I, I, I use the word advisedly, malleable. That is, she was always looking for the new message, the new strategy, the new way to campaign leaving people with the sense, frequently correct, correctly, that the first lady, uh, Bill Clinton's first lady, did not have a coherent and consistent vision for America, that in fact, she was just playing politics. All right, but she was out there and wanted the power. What they all four of them, Trump, Obama, Bill Clinton, and Hillary Clinton have in common, what all four of them have in common, is if you went against them, they were after you, correct? And they stayed, uh, yes, and they stayed after you. Okay. They didn't forgive and forget. Finally, we cannot forget Joe Biden, the current president of the United States. Um, he looks befuddled often. He's not looked upon as a macho man or anything like that. Uh, how do you see him wielding his power? I think he was emboldened, Bill by the results of the midterm, which no one uh, on the Democratic side or the Republican side felt would go his way. Biden understands that whatever his weakness, and he is quite weak in the polls still, notwithstanding that victory, his greatest ally are Republicans who play into his hands over and over, as we saw at the State of the Union. Biden a ruthless man? I think he knows, again, how to wield power, how to exercise it, and how to achieve results. Perhaps he, not as... Go ahead. I was going to say, perhaps not as ruthless as Trump and Obama or even Bill Clinton, but you don't get where he's been, vice president and president, without knowing how to... Um, exercise power, witness his deal with Jim Clyburn to uh, become the consensus front runner in yeah, the, the South Carolina deal. Front sure. Exactly. All right. The book is Power, Doug Schoen. And, uh, you know, if you're into politics and you really want to know what the behind the scenes stuff is, this is the book for you. Doug, good luck with it. We'll talk with you soon. OK, thank you, Bill. Thank you again. You're very kind. Sure. Now, the United States also profits from the Super Bowl because it demonstrates our cultural power and our economic power, of course. 
But all over the world, the Super Bowl is now an event. Okay? It is the most um, it is the most famous event in the world. And people in the middle of the night, they showed shots in Africa, in South America, uh, of people actually watching the Super Bowl. It's big. And that is a good thing for America because our cultural power can win people over to our side. All right? So we dominate film, music, uh, literary, and sports. You know, I know the World Cup is big. It is, no doubt. Super Bowl is bigger. And so it's good. Uh, Now, I'm going to get into the Black National Anthem in a moment, but it's separate from the Talking Points memo, okay? So I'm going to do one more thing for the uh, TPM. The No Spin News and BillOReilly.com, I think we're the most successful independent news agency in the world right now, particularly after the direct TV pickup. Um, We benefited greatly by me going there. And I'll tell you uh, more about this specifically later um, throughout the week. But I had extensive conversations with a lot of different people who are important to this country. All right, so I I had never met Speaker Kevin McCarthy. I had never met him. And I had two conversations with him, and uh, he told me he wants to come on the No Spin News, so we're in the process of booking that now. And I did talk to him about the balloons, and he, he, I believe him, he, he didn't know what was going on either, even though he was being briefed. We didn't have specifics, but I talked to him about a lot of stuff, a lot of political stuff, strategy and this and that. I'm going to hold it back till he comes on, uh, but we're going to have an extensive interview with Mr. McCarthy, who's a man of his word. Um, So I do expect to see him uh, in the next uh, week or so. I also had a nice conversation with uh, Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. And I would have never in a million years been able to do that outside of a social situation, and I'm, I'm not a Washington, D.C. socializer. A uh, very good conversation with him um, about the structure, the daily structure of the Supreme Court. Did you know that in the morning, all nine justices deliberate, they hear testimony and all of that, and then they have lunch, but they're not allowed to talk about the cases at the meal. I did not know that. So I got into well, what he does talk about, and I don't know. And it was very instructive. Then I got to talk to extensively the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, okay, who somehow pulled off almost a miracle by stopping the kneeling at the games. Okay, now whether you like Goodell or not, And some people think the NFL is too woke. I understand that. He very cleverly stopped all this anti-American business by the players. So that was an interesting conversation. And then I talked to tons of NFL owners, all gazillionaires, about how they made their money, how they, you know, 
Did you know that Kraft, Robert Kraft, who owns the Patriots, he started in Worcester, Massachusetts, just running a regular business. Jerry Jones, well, <laughs> funny guy, I had a long conversation with. He was in the oil business, but he, he came from nothing. You know, and it was, that's what I wanted to accumulate, that personal knowledge. Uh, it's a very interesting story in Michigan State, as you know, another mass shooting. Uh, three young uh, Americans, Brian Frazier, Alexandria Werner, uh, Ariel Anderson, all dead. Five others wounded, one in critical condition. Um, and this loon who goes in, um, Anthony McRae, 43 years old, uh, shoots them dead and then commits suicide. No reason for this. He didn't have any attachment to the school or to these people. Immediately, the progressive left is gun control, gun control, gun control. Governor Whitmer, gun control, gun control. None of them, none of them will point out to you and me that this guy, McCray, okay, was arrested in 2019, all right, three years ago, really, for carrying a concealed pistol without a permit, and then he got another charge because he was in an automobile. Okay, he could have faced five years in prison for those felonies. The, the first one's a felony. Okay, and that means he would have been off the street and he couldn't have done the murders that he did at Michigan State. But no, no. Okay, so Carol Seaman, all right, the Ingram County prosecutor and a Soros person, all right, pled it down. So the guy didn't get any prison time. He got probation. Then he violated his probation, still wouldn't put him back in the, in the prison. They extended his probation. Okay? But you don't hear Whitmer or Biden or Kamala or anybody go, hey, maybe the soft on criminal approach to people with guns isn't working. No, it's the guns themselves, not the people shooting the guns that the progressives care about. Awful. Just awful. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, I see this every day here in New York City, by the way. L.A., crime-ridden, town is out of control. Well, they have a new public safety initiative, 
Okay? It's unarmed policing. You ready for this? Includes yoga, healing circles, and meditation. Yes. All right. This was launched this week in L.A., 2 million city funding. Project TURN, Therapeutic Unarmed Response for Neighborhoods. So they're going to bring the yoga people in to convince the drug gangs not to shoot anybody. Maybe because they'll have their hand over here. I don't sure. This is insane. L.A., you voted for it. All right, Nikki Haley, uh, running for president, and uh, I got some mail on it. Uh, they're mad at me because, you know, Nikki Haley's, I just go, oh, mm, it doesn't, uh, I say, I'm going to treat her fairly, no doubt about it, I will, but right off the jump, I'm not, oh, yeah, because I know Nikki Haley. Anyway, this is what she said yesterday ago. In the America I see, the permanent politician will finally retire. term limits for Congress. And mandatory mental competency tests for politicians over 75 years old. I want mandatory competency tests for all politicians. So there's Nikki Haley um, ginning up the crowd. Smart life. All right, this is a segment uh, for those of you who don't watch or listen every day where we try to help your life, okay, directly help you. I think that stuff we did so far today with the financial stuff, I hope that helped, put into, brought some perspective. Anyway, poll by one poll, 2,000 adults, uh, and here are the happiest jobs in the USA. First, physical therapist is the happiest. My mother was a PT. Firefighter, too. Teacher, three. Teaching assistant, four. Quality assurance analyst. I'm not exactly sure what, I guess, they hire you and you make sure the products are good. Anyway, people with those jobs are the happiest. But here's the smart life tip. If you're in a job you don't like, get out. My father worked in a job he didn't like his whole working career. And it broke him. It broke him physically. He hated going. He hated getting up in the morning. So it's easy to say, hey, get out when you have three kids and a mortgage and a wife and you got responsibilities. I know. But it's all in the planning. So in my career, I moved 10 times in 15 years. And it was hard, as I said, at the top of the program. All right. But. There were two reasons I was moving. No, number one, for better opportunity, because I was working at local stations and I would get a better offer and more money. And number two, the station I was working in changed management, which happens a lot in television, and they brought in Attila, you know, and I didn't want to work for Attila. Attila was nasty and mean. And I don't really uh, respond well to that. So I was single and I just got the deuce out. But I always had someplace else to go. So I would be patient, disciplined, okay, not a bomb thrower, but I would be looking aggressively. So that's my tip to you. 
If you are in a job, you don't like your boss, the job is boring, you're not being treated fairly, look around. Final smart life tip. The way to get a better job is through human interaction. Okay? It is taking someone to lunch. It is meeting them in person, becoming a human being to them, not a faxer, not a emailer, not a texter. That doesn't mean anything. So sometimes you have to go out of your way and, you know, visit the job you might be interested in or try to find a way to get an interview in there or take somebody to lunch, as I mentioned. That's the way to do it. For every time you want a job, you're going to fail eight times, eight to one. But you've got to be persistent. Don't take it personally. I could show you rejection letters from my tapes. They're hysterical. You'll never make it, O'Reilly. You know, and it hurt my feelings at the time. But I just went, yeah, I'll show you, Buster. And I did. So persistence is necessary. But don't don't stay in a job that's making you miserable. Okay, final thought. I like this uh, I like this team normal thing. I like it. Here is the prototype. We have red, white, and blue hats. Team Laura. I designed the logo. Okay? But I got to help with a little flag and the O. Um, love this. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful. A lot of anxiety. And it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Mug. Okay, red, white, and blue. All the stuff comes in red, white, and blue. We got... Polos, okay, we got stickers. Now, why do I like this so much? Number one, it's not political. Team normal is not political. It means you are a clear thinking person. You are not a loon, okay? That's important. Everybody can get into the team normal. Now, if you want to be team crazy, that's the other team, Okay, that's up to you. But I purposely designed this campaign to send a message that good people, whether you're conservative or liberal or traditional or libertarian or whatever, there's common ground. Because normal people want to have conversations and they really want, you know, a lot of input. The crazy people, that's team crazy, and again, MSNBC can do that, but we're doing team normal. So you can pre-order this stuff. We're going to have it quick. I yelled at him yesterday. We got, I'm going to explain 
why I don't have it right now is a little supply line stuff, but we are cutting through it. But if you want to uh, pre-order, you don't have to pay until we have it. And you can cancel anytime. It's no obligation. But get online because this is a huge thing. All right, BillOReilly.com store. It's where you go for all of the stuff. And this hat is going with me. Uh, I'm going to take a little bit of a spring break in March. It's going with me to the beach. Team normal. And you know, everybody's going to go, what's team normal? And then you explain the two teams in a nice way. All right. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you tomorrow. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.